0: Hey guys, you're listening to Feature at the Podcast, and I'm your host, Savannah Salazar. And this week we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration, a little bit about Game of Thrones, but most importantly, Avengers Endgame. So hello, hi, hello, and I have a new co-host, Kaylee Chapman. You want to introduce yourself? Yes, hello, I'm Kaylee Chapman. I have no authority to talk about
1: movies in any way, shape, or form, but I will be doing it anyways. Wow, amazing!
0: <laughs> Why don't you kind of say what you love about movies, real quick, so everyone can get introduced to you? Uh,
1: I like that uh, they're just like an escape because like you get to just be in a different universe, and I just need to sit in a different universe for like two hours every like four times a week, and I'll be set. I just need the dopamine from a movie gets me going.
0: <laughs> and your all-time favorite movies?
1: Oh, my favorite movie, I guess, is Back to the Future, which is, like, basic and not that exciting, but I also really like Pixar movies, and I also am a stan for How to Train Your Dragon.
0: I've never seen all the Train Your Dragon movies. I saw one in the No, I just saw the most
1: recent one, Hidden World. I sobbed. No spoilers, though. Just, it's emotional.
0: I know, literally everyone always says, like, How to Train Your Dragon is underrated, and I'm just like, oh, it's one of those movies I say I'll get to, but I never get to it. Anyway. Well, get to it. All right, so it's been a while since I've done a follow-up interview, or not interview, but a follow-up podcast to the first episode of Feature at the Pod, so there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, I've just been busy. I'm really sorry, but we're back and during that time I went to Star Wars Celebration and because May the 4th is coming up. I wanted to talk a little bit about Star Wars Like I said before we're gonna get into Endgame. This is it's mostly gonna be There's gonna be some non-spoiler talk. So if you haven't seen Endgame, you're okay. We're gonna give you a big like who spoilers Um, but if you just want to steer clear of Endgame uh don't listen i guess
1: <laughs> but i mean yeah, like me i don't even watch trailers steer clear i would not listen to this if i
0: hadn't seen it i know how do you, i don't know how that's possible but you ended up seeing the rise of skywalker trailer which we'll talk about later so yeah so we'll we'll be talking about that just giving you a heads up but first since it is since it has been a while we're going to talk about um our favorites of the week and this can be film tv games or books any kind of Form of entertainment to kind of get you um, situated in what we like and our favorites are what we hate, but we watched anyways. <laughs> so first, I'm gonna let Kaylee go first since it's her first episode as our co-host.
1: Oh wowie, kazawie, thank you so much. Well, I I just finished Shit's Creek on Netflix. I don't know if that's gonna make us explicit if I just said that Shit's I- Creek.
0: I don't know. Really? I've heard about that. Is that good?
1: Oh, it's some Canadian
0: show. I loved
1: it. I watched it so quick. And it was good. And I finished it. And now I don't have anything else to watch on Netflix. I'm waiting for the next season of Riverdale to come on Netflix.
0: And then I'll watch that in like two days. I'm watching it like in time. And Kaylee, it's just like, it literally nothing makes sense. But I am still, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Riverdale's know. Riverdale never made any sense. I know, I don't know where this is gonna leave off with, I just, oh gosh, anyways. (laughs) Another show I'm
1: watching is um, The Act on Hulu, which is apparently very problematic, because it's not true to the events that actually happened with the Gypsy Rose Planter, but I like it, so I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Why
0: is there a, (laughs) was there a beeping? Was that just me?
1: Yeah, I, I have food
0: in the oven, I need to take it out of the oven. Hurry, oh my god. (laughs) Okay, so you said you were watching the act? Oh yeah,
1: the act, I'm really, I'm so into it, and the last episode comes out tomorrow, on Wednesday. May 1st.
0: I really, okay, so I remember when the act came out, like I've watched all the episodes too, but I remember when it came out, I didn't know it was going to be releasing every week, so I saw the first episode, and I was like, Where's the second episode? I was <laughs> I was just like... I know, like, if you're
1: putting a show on a streaming platform, put it all out at once.
0: I don't know, like, I kind of appreciate the once a week kind of... <laughs> I don't yeah, know. But it's I,
1: complete nonsense.
0: But yeah, I've been into the act. It's so weird. I saw the... Have you seen the documentary on HBO called, like, Mommy Dead and Dearest?
1: I haven't seen it. I am a fake, true crime fan. I'm a fake
0: fan. (laughs) But, yeah, I saw that, like, literally a year or two ago when it came out. So just seeing, like, the dramatized version of it is kind of crazy. Joey King, who plays Gypsy Rose, she uncannily looks exactly like Gypsy Rose. It is so weird. I like it. It's just very, like, especially her relationship with that guy. I don't even remember his name, but he's, like, awkward. His name is Nick. It's ve- <laughs> it's very and I see It gives me like middle school flashbacks of having to see those couples down the hallway. So like
1: cringe couples that like they're like sweaty and holding hands and they like kiss
0: in the hallway and you're like, Oh no <laughs> You didn't have to say sweaty, that's giving me gr that's gross. <laughs> Anyways, what else have you been uh doing? <laughs> Oh my gosh,
1: I have a Nintendo Switch, and so I've been playing Harvest Moon, Light of Hope, but also my friend has a Nintendo Switch, and I was at his house, and I made him buy Yoshi's Crafted World, and I'm addicted to it. I love it so much, but I can't play it until Saturday when I go back to his house.
0: now You just gotta wait. So
1: I do have to wait. If you can afford it, and even if you can't afford
0: it, I recommend buying a Nintendo Switch. I love it so much. I've been trying to, like, wanting to buy one, but I just never have enough money for one. I'd rather spend it on something else. And then when I see a Switch, like, at Target or something, I'm like, ah, oh, dang, like, I don't want one. Anyways, is it time for my favorites?
1: Yeah, because you said that I could say books, but I don't know how to read.
0: You're a liar. Anyways, I'm gonna start off with the books I read because I just finished this book by E. K. Johnston called Queen Shadow, which is about um, Padme Amidala or Padme Naberi. It's a Star Wars book. Anyway, mm. I've been starting like a book thread on Twitter, and I've been reading books pretty slowly, but it's just to keep me like to read more because it's like it's on Twitter, like people are gonna see that. I don't know. Nobody I'm just, sees it. Nobody, I know. No, on nobody cares. It's mostly for me. So I see like, oh, there's only like three things on this thread. Like I got to add another one. But yeah, so Queen Shadow is really cool. It's kind of like this. It chronicles like Padme's transition from uh, Senator to, or no, print, Queen to Senator. So it's like yeah. pretty cool. Huh? Padme, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yep. What? People can't see your face. So if you're making <laughs> Anyways, I look her. But yeah, it was a really good book. And then I like I'm getting really into the Star Wars books, so I'm starting on Leia, Princess of Alderaan by <laughs> Claudia Gray. Because everyone, like when I went to Star Wars Celebration, everyone was just like, Claudia Gray is so awesome. Like, oh my gosh, have you read this book by her? Have you read this book by her? I'm like, no, but I have Leia, Princess of Alderaan. <laughs> so I'm starting princess to read of it. Alderaan. The yeah. only princess that matters. This is her at, like, 16 before Vader blows up Alderaan. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert, if you've never seen A New Hope, sorry, we just ruined it for you. It's 40 years, get to it. Anyways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, like, really cool. Um, Leia just being sassy so far and amazing and trying to transition into this princess role. And she... She's so cute. Anyways, so that's what I've been reading. And then I also watched this new movie that came out on Netflix like a week ago called Someone Great. It has like Gina Rodriguez um and that girl from Pitch Perfect. I don't remember her name. Which she's girl? the one who, She's the one who sings to Becca in the shower while they're both For like naked. So. Yes. So this movie but is Gina like Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. From Jane the Virgin. Mhm. It's, like, three best friends, and I feel really bad for forgetting the third best friend's name right now.
1: Wait, I have seen the clips of that. Are they, like, I saw a clip of Gina Rodriguez singing Lizzo in her apartment. Is it that movie? Yeah.
0: it's. It looks like fun. So I really like this movie because it's very, uh, very much on, like, friendship and just... I don't know just it's so it's so warm and sweet but also it's like it's writing on the narrative that Gina Rodriguez's character has just gotten broken up with like the love of her life and that part I don't like because I don't like uh.
1: <laughs> Savannah hates love anyways it's <laughs> like a a lady supporting ladies kind of movie
0: yeah yeah and they go movie. like yeah, and then the and then like it's just very like shot really well, and it's it's a pretty good Netflix watch. I'd suggest, I'd recommend it. It's pretty cool. Also, I didn't uh, write this on our notes, but Unicorn Store. I watched that right when it came out, um, but I stan so hard, so I'm going to mention it again. But Unicorn Store was directed by Brie Larson, our Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, Kaylee, I didn't that's know you right. did that. Yeah, she directed it and she stars in it, and Samuel L. Jackson's in there too, because so basically Captain Marvel. No, you're telling me about? It happened before Captain Marvel. Like she directed this, and Kaylee, I think you would love it because I was like sobbing the whole time because I was just like, I'm really distraught right now. Like this is really coming for me because it's about she plays a Brie Larson plays a girl named Kit who just got kicked out of like art school because she's like way too colorful. But with the Disney College program? <laughs> so she just gets kicked out. She's back in her parents' place. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do. She's like a kid at heart. Um, so, but she basically just applies to be a temp and then she just ends up at a PR job and she's like trying to navigate life. And then on the side, this is where Samuel Jackson comes in. She gets these letters. From this anonymous person saying, "Come to a unicorn store," and in that unicorn store is Samuel Jackson as a unicorn seller trying to get her the unicorn she's always wanted, but she has to clean up her life.
1: Like a literal unicorn, like with a horn, or like some
0: weird sexual. I can't spoil this. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil this movie for you, but it's pure, It's such a pure, warm, energetic, like beautiful movie. Like Brie Larson killed it. Oh, it's a like, movie. Yeah. I
1: thought it was a show.
0: No, it's a movie. But it's like, I was sobbing the whole time. I just, like, I want to watch it all the time. It's so far, I'm keeping, like, a list of my favorite movies of 2019, and Unicorn Store is number three. Is that also a thread on Twitter? No, that's just on my Letterboxd account. Which you never use anymore. Anyways, so yes, I would definitely recommend Unicorn Store, even if it wasn't like, I didn't watch it for the first time recently but yeah it's definitely my favorite and now my favorite of the week is game of thrones baby kaylee does not watch game of thrones so we're gonna slide over this briefly but um yeah it's back on hbo uh, what a white walker was though (laughs) oh my god so game of thrones anyways it's the final highly anticipated season and it's going off And I'm just uh, in an emotional cocoon, guys, because it comes out every Sunday. So last Sunday, I watched the second episode of Game of Thrones, and I was crying because it was so nice and emotional and just characters that we've waited a long time to meet up to each other and talk. We're doing that. Just amazing. Then I see uh, Avengers Endgame, and that destroys me emotionally. And then, that was Friday, and then just, we're recording this Tuesday, so just on Sunday, they had, which is the most hyped episode that Game of Thrones was marketing when they were marketing this new season, and it was like the battle at Winterfeld, I think it's officially called Long Night, where, sorry, this is a little spoiler, but we're the, if you haven't kept up with Game of Thrones, if you have, you know. Where the Night King comes in, and basically the army of the dead is going to, Battle Winterfell, and that destroyed me as well. So I've just been in an emotional cocoon of Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame. Definitely Game of Thrones is a favorite of the week, and I only have like oh. three more hours with this show, so I'm gonna uh, cry and uh, cry. Is there are only three more episodes left? I think there's like three or two. It might because there's what six kind of shows. Two- only five episodes long. Oh, one where the last episode, the, the Battle of Winterfell was an hour and 30 minutes. So that was basically a movie. Yeah. So the next the next three, I believe, are over an hour as well. So actually not even three hours. I have like, okay, I have a good amount of time with this show left, but still, <laughs> it's just crazy. I, I, I don't even know where they're going to go from here, but I'm excited to see. But yeah next i want to talk about star wars i went to star wars celebration in chicago a few weeks ago in like early april and i'm gonna go through this a little quick because i don't want kaylee to not talk for that long but she can <laughs> but anyways it was just like the main point that i want to get across about star wars celebration is that ever since the last jedi has come out like there's been this like online fan discourse uh, you know, between like whether people like it or not, whether they like what Ray's doing or not, like just all these quips in the, about Luke Skywalker, it's just been so weird online. But Can just, just see yeah,
1: Luke Skywalker is dead, and everyone needs to chill out. Ray is here. Even more dead. He's school of Kylo Ren at the end of the Last Jedi. Everything is fine. If you are upset about how Luke Skywalker acted in The Last Jedi, please go away and uh, go back into your basement
0: where you belong. Thank you for that commentary. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just trying to say that the like Star Wars celebration—it was kind of a way opposite of that. Like the atmosphere was amazing. Fans were just so kind. Like you could talk to anyone, and they were just full of like love and compassion. It was just a really cool. Really kill area and then just seeing the episode nine trailer with all these people, like all these people were so hyped for this series. Like for if you go online and people are like less Jedi," like, you know, like are this new sequel era like ruined Star Wars, like there's like fifty thousand people at Star Wars Celebration that are like, uh no. <laughs> but definitely it was really cool. I got to go covering Star Wars panel and meet some journalists. Um that was really cool galaxy's edge panel where i got to learn about um the new star wars expansion coming to disneyland and hollywood studios it was crazy joe what is this josh gad was there basically just clowning around you mean
1: Olaf himself was at the star wars celebration
0: yeah he didn't give me a warm hug but whatever.
1: when does um the one at disneyland open
0: disneyland opens at the end of may and guess who's gonna be there in June? Me. Yeah, I'm moving in California. That's crazy. Um. Anyways, it's opening so soon. I really. The stuff they announced to the panel was stuff we already knew, but they did announce uh-huh. that Coke. That Coke is now canon because they're bringing Coke to Galaxy's Edge.
1: <laughs> I'm dead. So Coke exists in the Star Wars universe because Disney. It's
0: thirsty for that coin, always. Yeah, and I I just imagine, like, the only thing that makes me okay with that is just imagining, like, because Carrie Fisher's favorite drink was Coca-Cola, and she'd drink it, like, all the time. She always had it in her hand. So just, like, imagining, like, General Leia, like, just lounging back with a Coke in her hand after Poe, like, mouthed off at her. (laughs) After Poe.
1: Just killed half of the fleet doing some I So I got hit, a, but...
0: uh, coke, <laughs> oh gosh, anyways, that was pretty fun, and then the- so the force panel was another panel I really loved because it was just a bunch of women <laughs> and like loving Star Wars. there was guys there too, like we love our allies, right, <laughs> but it was just our like. Allies. Ad- <laughs> It was just like Ashley Eckstein who voices Ahsoka on the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. She's like the sweetest. She was there. What? I thought you said she, she died. Ashley Eckstein? No what? <laughs> no, dude. Anyways, but she also does the Her Universe clothing line. She's the co or she's the founder of that. I have a couple pieces from there cuz I have no self-control. Anyways, so yeah, it was just really cool. And then, like before the panel started, they like gathered all the female cosplayers, and then Ashley Eckstein like surprised them, and then they took like a big group photo. And all the Rays and Ahsokas, and Roses and hol- there was a lot of Holdo cosplay at this. So anyone who's because says she's films, a bad ass. I know she's so cool. I was like, oh my god! Like literally, like gosh, it was so good. It was so good at Star Wars Celebration also. So, yeah, basically that was awesome. And then the the piece de resistance, other than episode 9, was The Mandalorian, which is the new Disney Plus show. Do you know about The Mandalorian, Kaylee? Vaguely. Basically, it's the first live-action Star Wars show that's coming to the Disney Plus streaming service November 12th. Disney Plus! i know i'm so excited it's only 6.99 a month it's so cheap and it's gonna have all the disney movies so i can just like i'm just gonna be like guys i can't hang out friday i'm gonna be watching like disney plus anyways um but yeah no pedro pascal plays the title character like of the mandalorian it was just so awesome like we got to see exclusive footage and a trailer It was so cool. Like, that was a cool panel, and I'm really glad I got to, like, get in there before I left. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited for Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. Like, there's some good content coming in there. Um, But, yeah, let's talk about... What I really want to talk about, real quick. Episode nine. They dropped that. Okay, so that episode nine panel was insane. Like, I wasn't in the actual stadium, but I was in, like, at the Star Wars show live stage. And there were so many fans there. And literally, when they started that and everyone heard Ray breathing, like, they were like, shh. Like, everyone got so quiet. And then, like, right when she did that backflip, everyone was like, screaming so loud. Me too. (laughs) the
1: thing I saw this trailer, because if we were talking about this right now and I hadn't seen it,
0: I would be livid. The only reason I saw it is because both times I saw Endgame, it played before it, I was livid. Oh my gosh, when I saw it, so, gosh, I've seen it a million times in Star Wars Celebration, but I actually didn't, like, fully sob till I saw it before I saw Endgame. Because just seeing it, like, in the theater, oh my god, like, it's just real. Like, it feels real now, you know? Like, this is happening. It's gonna end. The sequel trilogy means so much to me. Like, and I'm really excited because they're all together now. Like, ugh, wow. This is gonna be a good send-off. And then, like, Palpatine laughing. Oh, I was like, the hell is happening right now? I want Rey to cut Kylo's head off. That's what I want Which are like favorite. I hear, like, online, like, I read online, like, discourse about whether, like, Ben Solo should be redeemed or not, but let's just talk about, like, how electric it was when in The Last Jedi, Kylo and Rey, like, fought together. I'm, so I'm just hoping for another cool moment like that. Like, I'm pretty down for that. That was the
1: highlight of the film. We went to see The Last Jedi a second time just for that scene
0: oh gosh what a moment that was just so good like I love being in a theater and just watching the and like hearing the audience go wild with you like man that's the best part but um yeah also May the 4th is coming up so I wanted to ask you Kaylee do you have a favorite Star Wars memory
1: um it would definitely be the day that we did all four Disney parks in one day And then after that, we went to see the premiere of The Last Jedi, and during the credit scroll, uh, like the, I just did that wrong, but Savannah started screaming in the theater, and her glasses broke, the lens fell out in the dark, she knocked over the popcorn I think we had, and she was like, I can't see the screen, I can't see what's going on, and she, like, missed the scroll. That's definitely
0: my favorite Star Wars, ma'am. I was like, can we rewind? No, I'm just kidding basically okay so my lens already popped out before that and i like had it put together with a rubber band throughout the whole four days or what is it no for not four days four parks in one day and if you don't know what four parks in one day is it's when me and kaylee met at walt disney world so we were going we were park hopping all day we had to hit up every park so Epcot, animal kingdom magic kingdom hollywood studios and ride and ride at least one ride and meet one character for it to qualify as like a full day
1: and we did it
0: yeah and this and we decided like stupidly but it was fun to do it on the same day that last jedi was premiering that night so technically we like to call it five parks in one day because we also went to disney springs to see the last jedi that night it was crazy um one of my if you're gonna pick one of those i'm gonna pick something from the same day because you burn me i'm gonna burn you but basically when we were at hollywood studios and we were like to honor the occasion (laughs) let's go ride star tours which is the star wars ride there and before we went kaylee wanted to meet up with all of her friends because kaylee worked at hollywood studios and she bought a full-size lotso literally the size of like a toddler (laughs) <laughs> Bigger than and, toddlers.
1: Huge
0: yeah. mess. Yeah, and so we go and we're getting in we're in line for Star Tours and we're about to get on like the ship, right? And the lady tells us, You're gonna have to do a rider swap, which which is reserved for parents and their toddlers. Because if it's like a kid is too if a kid is too short to ride the ride, they have one parent ride it while the other one watches the kid, and then they switch after the other one's done. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, are you? I, this is happening? Kaylee, like, literally destroyed this.
1: this week, <laughs> and
0: I sat outside, outside the
1: exit of Star Tours with my lots so bear and waited yeah. for Savannah, but then she had the greatest time on Star Tours.
0: Oh, yeah, because I became the rebel spy because the lady felt bad for me. <laughs> so I was the rebel spy the night The Last Jedi came out. So that was a pretty awesome plus side. We didn't do Rider Swap because that was kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> Kaylee. So I wrote the ride for Kaylee. Um, I'm glad I
1: didn't ride it, though, because it had Last Jedi spoilers in it, and I did not want any spoilers.
0: It's not even- so ba- that was when Kaylee literally did not watch any Last Jedi trailer, right? Or you only watched, like, one?
1: I didn't see a single one.
0: Yeah, she didn't see a single thing. And she didn't even, because this was, Star Tours had, like, a scene from Crate before to promote the film. And she didn't even want to look at that. So, that was a crazy Star And it Star was Wars. so
1: worth it. I didn't know anything going into the movie, and I loved every second of it. And I would have almost done the same thing for Endgame, but when I went to see Captain Marvel last month, there was an Endgame trailer, and I was very upset that I had to
0: watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I guess we should talk about uh, Avengers Endgame now. Yeah, the greatest yeah? movie I've
1: ever seen in my entire
0: life. Oh my gosh! End. So I guess I guess we're just gonna go into a whole spoilers I talk. Mean, I why mean, why it's not? been out For a while, we'll still answer the question. Out for a while. <laughs> it's been out for a while. Like so, it's been out for like what a week. <laughs> I don't know. I can cut out that thing. Anyways, okay, let's talk about Avengers Endgame. This is directed by Anthony Russo and Joseph Russo, Other, uh, otherwise known as the Russo Brothers, really. They did, like, all they've done a lot of, like, Captain Marvel stuff, like, especially, like, Civil War. Um, and this movie stars Brie <laughs> Larson. Huh? Captain Marvel. What? You said they did a lot of Captain Marvel-like Civil War, but that's
1: well,
0: Captain God, I just care about Captain Marvel more than anyone else now. I don't (laughs) know
1: if I can agree with you.
0: (laughs) So basically, this movie stars Brie Larson, Scarlett Johansson, Denai Guerra, Karen Gillian. Who else am I missing? Oh, the men. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Robert Downey Jr., who has carried the MCU on his back for the past 11 years. <laughs> Mark, Ruffalo, Chris Evans, who has a, the love of my life. <laughs> um, Chris Hemsworth, Paul Rudd, and Jeremy Renner. I think that's it. And... Well, you can't say the you can't because they're t- they're not. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so, so let's say my opinion, spoiler-free about the movie. Or we just gonna go straight into spoilers? Okay, no, we'll we'll stay we'll stay non-spoilery or just like vague for a little bit. Uh. Okay, well, um, so what my was
1: notes, your... I, my favorite what your reactions? My reaction were... Um, I was screaming a lot. I was saying "Oh my god" a lot. I was crying. I was I was just jaw dropped the entire film. And in my no spoiler notes, I just wrote that I love Thor, Captain America, Nebula, Rocket, Iron Man, and Black Widow. Not a big fan of um, Thanos, and uh, not the biggest fan of Hulk. Those that are the only things I can talk about to
0: be spoiler free right now. Okay, oh, okay. Captain Marvel! I liked her. Yeah, my my reaction was just like the. Basically the same thing. Like going into Endgame, I didn't read any like spoilers or theories other than Ant Man going up with Thanos's butt, but that was just a meme. (laughs) I really didn't know what direction they were gonna take this. Um, I did hear like theories about the quantum realm and possibility of time travel, but this movie just like really wasn't what I was expecting, and just became like this culmination of like. The MCU and it was kind of great. <laughs> I was just like I was laughing, crying, screaming. Oh, I was like, laughing a lot. There were a lot of laughs. Yeah, which is great. Like typical MCU, like making a laugh before it makes you like sob uncontrollably. Like, I don't know, it was just like really cool and it was like it was a crazy moment to just be in a theater and hear everyone's reactions around you. And I think, I'm going to say this, but it did live up to my expectations. Like, I feel like there's, like, a few tiny nitpicky things, but really as, like, a big cultural moment, I liked it way more than, like, Infinity War. Like, Endgame was really solid, and seeing it a second time, oh boy, with context, ugh, better. What
1: about you? I think seeing it a second time really, like nailed it in my brain like this movie is so good like the first time because you're seeing it and everything's just happening you're like what oh my god <laughs> and you're just like so surprised by everything that's happening but the second time you like know what's gonna happen and you can just like soak it in how much you love all the characters and everything that's happening but like I can't wait for it to be out on like DVD so I can watch Infinity War all the way through and just like continue it with Game and just like watch it for a nice five-hour movie
0: yeah Speaking of like a five-hour movie, did you survive the three hours and two minutes? Cause a really hot topic right now is not peeing during it, and then also your choice movie snack. Oh, uh, <laughs> very important. I easily. I
1: easily survived the three hours and two minutes. Like I could sit for longer. Five-hour movie, easy. One, I don't hydrate very well, so that I don't pee. I pee like twice a day. And movie snack. I got a medium popcorn the first time I saw it, and the second time I saw it, I got a large popcorn. Popcorn is always my number one
0: nice, nice. i I also survived for three hour and two minutes both times. It honestly wasn't a problem like I feel like everyone was just like, Oh my god, like um I was really lucky to be able to go to a press screening like two days before I came out um And that was really awesome. Not that many people, like literally nobody got up to go to the the restroom. I didn't eat anything or drink anything because I was like really like nervous because everyone was just like, how are we going to hold it in for three hours, even though we do that like every day. (laughs) But um, the second time I saw it, uh, my friend actually went up to go into the restroom, like, two times. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, I was, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, they already read, like, good spots to go to the restroom. because
1: <laughs> They read good spots. There were no good spots. You would miss anything if you left for five minutes. You would miss something important.
0: I know, I know. But I can't control their bladder. <laughs> And then my choice movie snack. Well, the first time I saw Endgame, I didn't eat anything because I was paranoid. And the second, but the second time I was like, I was fine. Like I got, I got a drink, like a water. And then I got some, like, I watched it at the Alamo Draft House, which like serves you uh. Food. So I just got like chocolate chip cookies, and they bring them out, and they're like really warm. And I was just like, oh, I have a chocolate chip cookie to eat my emotions while I cry. <laughs> so that is my choice movie snack. Um, so basically, that's all we could talk about Endgame with it being non spoiler. So we're about to go into a spoiler chat. This is spoiler. What are we talking about, Kaylee? Avengers Endgame and everything that happens in the movie. I have notes
1: of the whole rundown of the movie.
0: <laughs> We're talking about spoilers. So if you've not seen Avengers Endgame, one, you're strong. Two, two, why? And three, <laughs> so um, yeah, let's talk. And about- if you're
1: like one of those people that loves spoilers, why are you the way that you are?
0: me I'm listening I don't love spoilers I like watching the trailers although I think because I have no (laughs) self-control but I don't go on like reddit and stuff to read like threads I read like speculation articles but I had a roommate
1: once that was like I remember she asked me about Stranger Things, and I was like, have you seen it? She was like, no. And I was like, okay, I will ruin it. She goes, no, tell me the whole plot. I want to know
0: everything that happened. And I was like, what? I know people like that, because they're like, should I be invested? Like, should I invest all these hours in something? I'm not like, I'll, I'll gladly watch it and not have you tell me. <laughs> yeah. But basically, let's get into Endgame. First off, you you put on here that you hadn't seen any trailers except one before Captain Marvel how did you yeah, well,
1: avoid it? Um, I was um, did I avoid oh no I only saw the trailer before Captain Marvel and I think that trailer was different than like the cause the one that I had like seen when it came out it was like that first open frame of like Iron Man's helmet like on the ground oh, so yeah. that was the trailer in the theater was different than that one so after I saw the movie, I went home and watched the trailer, and I was like, "Man, I'm so glad I didn't watch the trailer." <laughs> I just like it was I crazy going with no pretenses.
0: Yeah, it was crazy though because the marketing for Endgame they only ever like in the trailers only showed footage from the first thirty minutes of the movie, and you yeah, because keep... they had to show the characters that like survived. you know survived mm-hmm. the struggle. It's a spoiler chat. You can, you can say, like, they come, most of them come back. Yeah.
1: Well, they only showed the characters that you know for
0: that are
1: survived, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I just, the movie, let's just set the scene. The movie opens uh, to a child with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. A child, a girl named Lila, otherwise known as Clint's daughter. He's out on his little farm that the government has given him because he's in retirement with his little three children and his wife having a, a cookout. I'm and his so wife asked, <laughs> I thought this morning, okay? So, so <laughs> and this his is wife like, asked if they want is, mustard or mayo on a hot dog. And I just thought that was so funny. Okay. That was the opening of the movie.
0: Yeah, and then he realizes his, like family his whole family is dusted and then it goes into the mcu so you basically see what clint was doing the whole time while everyone was busting their ass trying to defeat Thanos. <laughs> yeah clint was
1: having his retired old
0: time with his wife who's thriving and he later like um and then it kind of opens up to the original kind of avengers that have stayed kind of trying to figure out this is at this point in the beginning of the movie so like the first like 30 minutes or so is just um the remaining Avengers kind of 22 days after the snap happened and they're just trying to figure out what happened here <laughs> like they're just trying to figure out how do we get Thanos back like how do we get these people back because it's like super hard like I can't imagine like if somebody just vanished in front of me like I feel <laughs>
1: What? Honest to God. Yeah, like where'd you go? But then like Nebula comes through and it's like, yes, my father, I know where he is. And then Rocket, the gift from God, I love Rocket so much. It's like, yeah, I'm a space genius, so I'll tell you where it is. And they find him on this planet with these weird spiky fruits, and they uh fly there, and they're
0: like, you yeah, know what up, dude? The fuck? And they roll up on Thanos, says he's making soup. <laughs> Literally, they roll up. He's, like, limping, and you're like, the hell's wrong
1: with this man? She's giant purple, and I'm not here for any of it. And um, they roll up, and they're like, know, give us the Infinity Stones, because Captain Marvel also rolled in, and saved the day, because Iron Man and Nebula were trapped in space.
0: Yep. What do you, here, let's talk about, like, uh, kind of characters, and where you liked their story, like, if you liked their stories or not. Um, just so we're not like, expl- like we're not just going play by play, but maybe talk about what we liked about the star- the character stories, right? Okay. You want to talk about that? Okay. And Ooh. if you liked it, okay. So like, let's start off with Captain Captain. Or actually, let's start with Iron Man. What did you What did you feel about Iron Man? Let's start right with the big one. Okay. Well, in the beginning, he was like. I was like real
1: sad I honestly honestly God didn't think he was gonna make it through space because he's literally recorded a video saying bye to Pepper I was like this
0: you is it to die that early <laughs> I was like
1: okay I was like all right fine it's whatever him and Nebula aren't gonna make it everybody else is dead so it doesn't matter but then they make it and then Iron Man's pissed at Captain America and I'm like do you just chill out for a second he's like mad at him but I'm like whatever And
0: then about how Captain Marvel, like, how it doesn't reveal her right away, it just shows, like, on Tony's face, like, the glow of Captain Marvel. I knew it was
1: Captain Marvel.
0: I was just like, that's my girl, (laughs) anyways. Um, yeah, um, yeah, so basically, out of everyone, Tony Stark is the only one who kind of gets a good, like, a I mean, like, a good good odds from the snap. Because he still has Pepper. He has a child named Morgan who loves him 3,000. Oh. oh, I
1: love you 3,000.
0: Can we just say,
1: um, in between the time that I watched the um, first, first time I watched Endgame and the second time, I watched Infinity War a hot 30 times. And literally, in Infinity War, he's talking to Pepper about how he had a dream about having a kid with her and naming it Morgan.
0: Really? Yes, I was like, (gasps) can we talk about how Iron Man, or Tony Stark, just has like wicked true dreams and predictions? Because in Civil War, he talks about how like he's just how the whole world's kind of like destroyed by Thanos, and that's why he they went into Civil War because like they didn't agree with him, and he's like, I'm right. He was right. Right, everybody listen to Iron Man, but I'm
1: still here for.
0: Domestic Tony Stark with his little child. I was like, and she's like, oh my god. She was so adorable. I wonder if she's gonna have any like pull in the Marvel Universe in the next.
1: She's the next
0: Iron Man. May- I don't know, like a maybe or something, or maybe it's just gonna be like, okay, her and Pepper are just gonna live their life and they're gonna be like, okay, <laughs> we don't want anything. It can go either way, but I just really like how uh Tony Stark went on this journey. Like he started the MCU at, but he's he became like he, when he first became Iron Man or when he first meet Tony Stark like he's very selfish person and he's just trying he's just trying to like his whole journey has been to become the selfless person that he was when he died, like to save the whole world. When he died? What? Savannah? I've never seen the film. What do you mean he died? Uh, he died. It's been a
1: week, honey. Okay, let me just say some more about Iron Man. Um, him time traveling got me good when they go back in the like ah, 2012 with the OG Avengers. And then when he's time traveling again with Cap and they go to 1970 to the
0: gosh darn okay. military base and he gets to talk to his dad, was I crying? Yes, I was. That was I- so good. Because Tony has always seen his dad as like this, like, unhuman like uh picture perfect vision of like success and what it means but like it just is to, to have that moment with his dad to realize like they're both just like human oh, man like i really love the time travel stuff like the time travel oh, stuff I- Loved the time travel. I was so on
1: board. The second Ant Man popped out of that van and went to um the shield, what the hell is it called? The Avengers compound, I don't know. And was like, hey, back to the future, let's time travel.
0: I was like, Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. And then I think this is good to go to like Captain America's arc as well for just like I feel like Captain America has always had this like weight on his shoulders of being like you know, like this soldier, like this ultra soldier, but he's always kind of just wanted to like, always feeling like he needed to do hundred and ten percent. But like that's why Tony was like, "Dude, you need to like live your life." So I think that's why his arc was so like special. Also, I love Peggy Carter and like seeing her, and that final shot. Can we talk about how much that the final, final shot is- of them dancing and then they kiss and then it goes back and it's like directed by the Russo brothers?
1: And I'm weeping in my chair. His whole arc that. of him, like, just doing the best that he can, but then, like, at the end, he's he gets his own choice. choice. And, like, mm-hmm. I could tell from the time that he was, like, back with Tony getting the Pym Particles that, like, I was like, he needs to be with Peggy. Yeah. Like, and he keeps looking at the thing, and then when he fought himself, I was living for him fighting
0: himself. I really love Can that. I just say... Because it was just him, like realizing, like, like, oh my god, like I was just this really, like, I don't know, like he, I, I, feel like he realized maybe, like, fighting himself, like this isn't me, like me being this, like, super, like, uh, macho white male, like you know, <laughs> um, I yeah, don't know,
1: because I think his was- like 2012 self, he's like, I can do this all day, and then his present day is like, oh, I know, yeah. Can I also just say that is America's ass.
0: Yes, we salute you. <laughs> we salute. Oh, God. I love this movie so much. I oh, really I love- also- oh, so I was just going to say how I really love how this movie kind of focuses on the main six Avengers and, like, where their stories go because they started it and now they're ending it. And e- even though I love, like, Captain Marvel and – I really wanted her to play a big role in this. When I was watching the movie and realizing, like, this is about the six, like, I was fine, like, with Captain Marvel kind of being in the beginning and then being in the end. Her haircut... Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how she ha- should... I think I love it. You don't like it?
1: Mm-mm. Bring that's- back the long
0: hair. Oh my gosh. It, it, it it's, Carol. it's an ode from the comics, but um, I don't I- know. Blah 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 comics nonsense. I want to be happy as a
1: fan, <laughs>
0: and um, I'm gonna complain. Wow, you're the first person I, I know that d- doesn't like the haircut, anyways. So, I don't want to talk too much about Captain Marvel because she's gonna own the next like phase of MCU. Like, she can she almost like beat Thanos' ass, like her and Scarlet Ooh. Witch. Yeah. Can I just like say? This, like,
1: one part that Captain Marvel has in it when, like, Peter's, like, running with the glove and okay. then she, like, comes over to help and all the women come over and they're just, like, she needs some help and they're all there and Peter's, like, being protected by all his moms. I was, like, weeping. I was like, yes, I love this! <laughs> I just, it was a girl like, power moment and it was so necessary.
0: There's, like, a... It also made me kind of sad because I was like, oh my gosh, like, you've had all these amazing, like, women in the MCU and you're barely, like, getting a solo film in there. But um I'm just hoping they kind of correct that in the future. But it was like really cool. I I was the ho- I cheered the most at that. I feel like one of the most was that moment just like protecting Peter. Um let's skip over to Black Widow Scarlett Johansson's character. What did you think about Black Widow's arc? Okay, I hated it. Really? Yeah. Well oh, I, first I okay. first the time Joe. Okay,
1: she was like I get, like, the pre-time jump, like, let's fix this. Because, like, those are the only people that she has, like, they just disappeared. Because, like, she doesn't have a family or anything. But then I just want to say one thing about her post-time jump haircut. <laughs> just cut off the blonde at the end. It doesn't look good. Just cut it off.
0: I think yeah, like I I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of weird. Because I get they want to show like how much time has passed. But I feel like I'd get the same message if she had red hair over blonde. I don't yeah, know. Like you told me, five years have passed.
1: I get it. Oh, can I also just say one thing about the five year time jump? The five year time jump happened and then um you know how um Steve Steven Rogers is in that support group? Yes. I deadass thought it was like a queer support group. Like I was <laughs> like, Captain America has come out. Five years have passed. He's in love with Bucky,
0: and he misses and so much. Yeah, I get my, it. My friend was really rooting for like <laughs> Captain <laughs> Captain America and Bucky. And like, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm for representation. But man, when they brought up like Peggy, and I was just like, oh. Yeah.
1: yeah. When he saw Peggy yeah. in the past, I was like, that's it, man. That's it.
0: Yeah, that seals the deal right there. Okay, but yeah, Black Widow. I, I mean, they're. I guess they're justified. Maybe like Scarlett Johansson was just like, I don't know what else I want to do (laughs) other than like. I like get. I like
1: get what she did. Well, hear me out. The soul stone. I hate the soul stone.
0: I was kind of confused as like. Nebula knew like somebody had to die. She was just like, "Oh, I won't tell." Like, okay. <laughs> I love Nebula. No, no. <laughs> they had to know
1: because Scarlet was there, and she was like,
0: "He," because Scarlet says
1: um, at the place she's like, Thanos came here with his daughter and no soul stone, and came back with no daughter and a soul stone. So like, Scarlet Johansson knew. I think she knew the whole time. I think she knew she was gonna do it.
0: I really love how they went out. Like they were both fighting to like jump off the cliff. Yeah, that was I love in that. character. That was very in character for both of them. And man, that was weirdly heartwarming that they were fighting over who dies. <laughs> but um, yeah, that also goes with because I mean, like this was her family, and like uh, Clint is now like he went from like Hawkeye, guy, now he's like this character called Ro- Ronin, But uh, I mean, what are you talking about? So basically, Ronan. so he he basically like because he doesn't have like the arrows in that scene where Black Widow finds him, like Natasha finds him. He basically comes like a blend, like there's this comic book character called Ronan the. I think it's the Accuser. I'm not sure. So we come. No, but I'm Ronan not sure. is the character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, then maybe I'm
1: Barton. Barton.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Sorry. Thank you for correcting me (laughs) if I didn't have you. But yeah, so basically she like sees how like he's become her and I don't know. She's like sad about that. And she, I don't, I just really liked them together. I don't know if I liked Black Widow's like the handling of her just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that was one of the little things I was, but the character arc I really liked the most was Thor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was
1: Thor so good. was so cute in the whole movie. I loved him. Every second Thor was on screen, I was smiling. I loved him so much. And I think it's funny because I've never seen a single Thor movie. I'm a fake fan.
0: Are you serious? Not even Ragnarok on Netflix? Oh. I just... He's, no, he's really been the star of, like, Infinity War and Endgame. Like, just seeing how... He really, like, grew to dislike Thor, like, the way they were taking his character in, like, the second or third. If you've seen the movies, you'd understand. (laughs) But it wasn't until, like, Ragnarok where he was, like, saying, like, hey, like, we need to, like, change this character because I'm just not feeling like I connect with him. And then they kind of changed Thor to be a little goofier and kind of being more... You know, more like Chris Hemsworth. And I think that really opened up possibilities for the character. And then, like, Infinity War, I love how they've explored, like, this trauma. Because even though... And, like, humanized this god character. Like, this god character still feeling the effects of, like, PTSD and going through, like, depression and, like, all these weird things. And it was just, like, really cool to see a character like that. Also, I appreciate how... Even though, like, some of the fat jokes, I was kind of like, okay, like, calm down. like <laughs> But... But for the most part, like, just how, especially when he got his, like, hammer, and when he suited up for the final battle, like, it the, the weight didn't magically go away. Like, he still had that beer gut. But he was still, like, super powerful and super fly, still worthy. So, thank you, Thor. You will think. I like,
1: my favorite part of Thor's, like, whole thing was, like, when they time-traveled and he got to see his mom, and he just got to, like, talk to his mom, and his mom, like, knew. I think... In this scene, his mom knew that she was gonna like die to that day.
0: She's a witch. He- she mentions it. <laughs> she knows. So cute. And I was like, I love this
1: man so much in every way, shape, and form. Look at him. He loves his mother so much. And he just wanted to like save her, but like he couldn't. And I was so sad. Also, can I just um, highlight another moment? Uh, a Thor quote that I really appreciated that I wrote during the like big battle where Captain America is now wielding Thor's hammer because he is worthy.
0: We didn't even talk about that for Captain America, but I'm glad we're bringing it because you messed me up. The and
1: then Captain America has um Stormbreaker and then Thor has the his hammer whose which name is looks weird and I don't know how to say it. But then Thor's like, No no no, you take the little one. I thought it was funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And then when, and then when, I think you said it right, like when Captain America grabs he's like, I need you were worthy. like, oh man. I literally screamed in the theater. I was like, he's worthy. Everyone, like, I remember watching it the second time in a theater full of just like, theater full of people. It was like sold out. And when that moment happened, everyone was like screaming, like, it was such a moment. Like everyone was freaking out. And I was just like, man, like. This is cool. Like, I don't even like Captain America all too much, but that was cool.
1: She doesn't like Captain
0: America. I didn't even get to talk about what I wanted to talk
1: about for Captain America. You skipping me over. Can I just say, the end where he goes to time travel to go back with Peggy, and then he comes back and he gives Sam the shield, I was sobbing. That's the most I cried during the whole movie was that part.
0: Yeah, really? Yeah. That's
1: it. Stephen Rogers
0: is one of the most generous
1: human beings on this planet, and he's so kind-hearted. And I love him so much. God bless.
0: Okay, and then before we wrap up Thor, there's one implor- important plot detail at the end where he actually gives over Asgard to Valkyrie, which is amazing because she, her flying in on our Pegasus was also another. Hi, so place. badass. I know. I love that. And then two. Then joining the Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. I, is he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Like, this is going to be... I don't know. Or are they, like, going to just
1: drop him off on a new planet? Like, what's the deal?
0: I feel like he's going to be a... Because, I mean, he's lost his brother. He's lost his mom. Well, his brother I, might not be lost. Let's be real. I think that might be for, like... There's like, going to be a Loki series on Disney+, Plus, so it might be more on there. Oh. Than, like... then you see him he grabbed the tesseract and jumped into a portal I was like we're all like what (laughs) (laughs) we're literally all like Um, yeah so I don't know like because you know like Thor needs to find out who he is he's always been told like you're a god you're like gonna lead Asgard but he's like what if I don't want to I just want to like join with my little tree friend and raccoon to be for the good advice so I'm excited to see him with the Guardians. I am a little hesitant because I don't want to see, like, uh, Star-Lord and Thor. Like,
1: yeah, I don't need a man yeah. show. I need Gamora and Nebula to be the only ones and Mantis.
0: Yeah, like, I, uh, I'm a worried about Gamora. I don't think she's coming back. I don't know. It's possible because I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy, too, because you know how at the end they were, like, Star Lord was searching for Gamora, so that might be the setup to Guardians of the Galaxy Three, and maybe they're searching for Gamora then. That, that oh, movie, I miss her, I miss her. <laughs> I know, I love 2014, and she walks up. I was like, "Yes, my girl, hello." I loved seeing Gamora and Nebula team up, like. <gasps>
1: Oh, also, can we talk about Nebula literally shooting herself? Like, what's gonna happen? Does she get die?
0: What? Yeah, like, I thought that was gonna have more of a repercussion, but it seemed like it maybe didn't. It'll happen in, maybe it'll happen in Guardians 3. Something bad will happen to her. Maybe. I, uh, yeah, like, I didn't, I just, like, took it for what it is, because I'd, like, I'd rather Nebula not die, so I was okay. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, she doesn't die, that's fine with me. Yeah, okay. And then now we're going on to uh, the Hulk. He's now, like, smart Hulk? <laughs> i hate this hulk thing i hate
1: everything about it (laughs) when we walk into the diner and it's um ant-man steve and scarlet i'm like using the wrong names. and bruce is just there with a giant bowl of scrambled eggs in his freaking sweater and he's green and like seven feet tall i hate everything about it be one or the other not together i do not like it bruce because then, like, Mark Ruffalo has to be cgi through the whole movie. Like, how dumb.
0: I know. Like, I love Mark Ruffalo, and I... Well, I mean, technically, when he's getting the time stone... Yeah,
1: that's the only time he gets to be, like, Mark Ruffalo.
0: I don't know. I feel like maybe in terms of, like, Bruce Banner arc, like, he's finally accepting the two sides of him. Like, he's not like, oh, that side... Then I don't know. I, yeah, I get it. Like, it's a good character thing. I just didn't want to look at it, I think. <laughs> where he's like oh this is a little gratuitous and he like tears his shirt off <laughs> it's like a i know and then he's like and he's like badly smashing the taxi he's like Ur, uh. i mean yeah that's the thing about the hulk which is another thing why i don't think he'll ever get his own movie is he's just a good side character like he's not a really good like
1: like yeah the hulk story's boring like i feel like he doesn't have enough depth or anything like he's He's just an angry guy that's big and green, but I mean he's not so angry anymore.
0: Yeah, he's just like a guy. That's why I like love how they cast like Mark Ruffalo in it because even though I don't think Hulk is the most exciting character, I love Mark Ruffalo. So I, like, I mean, go ahead Um, so we kind of talked about Clint already. Um, we talked about Nebula. So let's talk about Ant Man, who's literally the MVP of this movie. Played <laughs> by. I read a BuzzFeed
1: article, or I think, I don't know, I read some article that was, like, the MVP of Endgame was the rat that, like, restarted Ant-Man's machine to get him out of the truck. (laughs) Can I just say that I really just loved Paul Rudd walking down the abandoned streets with his wagon. I was just like, I love this. And when he um, saw that um, his daughter didn't get snapped away, like, him reuniting with his daughter, did I tear up? Yeah, I got a little misty.
0: Yeah, I was, like, really sad because I really love the actress who plays his younger daughter in, like, the Ant-Man movies. So I was like, oh, no, like, we lost because she's, like, grown up now. So it's like they had to recast. But, um, yeah, no, that moment I was, like, crying, too. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I cannot imagine, like, he literally had no idea what was going on. Um, yeah, honest God. I couldn't imagine, like, <laughs> taking that all in. But,
1: um, yeah, he's like asking that kid on the bike, and the kid on the bike's probably like, The hell is this crazy old man talking about? It's been like this for five years. I
0: know. Um, but yeah, no, I love Ant Man. I really wish Hope could have been there, like, with him. Because I really have you seen Ant-Man and The Wasp? Yes, ma'am. Gosh, I, love I, really, I don't know if they'll get more movies, but I would really love to see more movies. I feel like they got another Ant Man coming in. Yeah. Really? Another Ant-Man? Maybe his daughter? Yeah. Oh, yes!
1: Um, Ant-Girl?
0: Ant-Girl. <laughs> What's another bug? I love me. A ladybug? Ant-Man that... <laughs> is a ladybug. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. No, I, I just really love Paul... Or what is it? Paul Rudd is this in this movie. Paul like... Rudd is a gift from God, honestly. He can do me no wrong. He can do no wrong. Oh, my gosh. And then Rocket Raccoon. I mean, Rocket Raccoon was really funny, and, and he had more of more to do in, like, Infinity War than he did in Endgame. I,
1: um, yeah. Well, him and Thor are, like, buddies now. I love their little yeah. duo. I think it's so cute. I think also, that I feel like, I like that when they were doing, like, the time travel science-y stuff, that it was, like, Rocket Tony and Bruce, because, like, Rocket says to Tony in the movie that he's only a genius on Earth, because, like, Rocket knows what he's doing. Like, he got them out of a prison, like, and he does all that smart space stuff. So, like, everything, like, that he was, like, included in all, like, the science
0: he's figuring shit out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, I guess, oh, wow. like, no, I was just going to say, like, transition to the next character, which I guess would be, like, Thanos. I huh. mean... Looking back, Thanos is like Thanos in this movie wasn't that like great. I mean, he was really annoying. <laughs> He's uh, annoying in every way, shape, and form. We could talk about Nebula. We did, but I mean, if you want to say more about Nebula, I really like how more in depth we got to see of Nebula in this movie. Like it really I got like a newfound appreciation for Nebula and now I'd die for her. Like <laughs> I was just I like God. Oh man. Honest to god, leave her
1: alone. When, when um, they're like back on the Moran, to get the Power Stone, and like Nebula on the ship with Gamora and Thanos, like her eye does the thing. I was like screaming because I was like, I know what's gonna happen. Like I knew that she was gonna switch places, and I knew that this was all gonna go south. And when that Nebula comes back to like switch the ship, I was yep. so sad, and and like I was so like warmed when Gamora was like what happens to us and then Nebula was like we become sisters I was like my heart and then they're like we can stop him and I'm like, yes
0: girl power yes I love so much yeah I mean yeah oh my gosh this movie was just like really cathartic really well done the fan service moments like sometimes like in the journal entertainment journalism world like in- fan service is said as a bad thing but i feel like it was handled like really well and like revisiting um revisiting areas that were fun to watch like the whole like when they were back in 2012 at the battle of new york and they did a little spin around but also and visiting the ancient one from doctor strange but also just like really crucial to like where these characters were going next so like you know, like the main, the one that sticks out to me, like the, what we talked about before is like the Howard Stark, the Howard Stark, Petty Carter kind of thing. But no, yeah, like this movie was like a perfect, I don't want to say perfect, but it was just like a really good send off to like, t- like 22 movies, 11 years, like, wow, that happened. We lived through that. <laughs> we lived through <laughs> that. I don't. I didn't know if I was gonna make it from Infinity War to now. And then, and then you right here. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, that you're right here, like about the end credit scene. There, how there there's was no end credit scene, but I heard
1: people saying there was an end credit sound.
0: Did you not hear it?
1: I don't know. I was probably talking.
0: Okay, so, like, the first time in the press screen, like, literally everyone always stays just to see if something happens. And we were staying there, and I I thought there might be an end credit scene, but there wasn't, but there's a sound. Yeah, it's the sound of, like, Iron Man forging the first suit. So it's, like, a soundbite from, like, the first Iron Man movie, and it's basically just, like, you hear metal clanging, like a metal hammer clanging on metal. It is kind of, like, an homage to, like, you know, Tony, the one who started it all. Like, so the start... Well, other people were saying
1: that, like, it's, like, the new Iron Man. Because I remember watching it the first time at Iron Man's funeral, and then, like, that teenage boy is in the back. I was like, who the heck is that? I have no idea who it was. And then I read an article, and apparently he's from Iron Man 3, which I've never seen, so I'm a fake
0: fan. (laughs) Yeah, he. I think he plays, like, a boy... I can't remember if this is the actor's name, or the... uh, the, Ty Simpkins? Um, Yeah. I vaguely remember this, but basically he, like, helped Tony, and I don't, I mean, I'd rather see, like, his daughter or, like, a, his daughter or, like, a girl get into the Iron Man suit, because I remember seeing Pepper Potts in an Iron Man suit was so damn cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, Gwyneth Paltrow isn't, like, she said she's not coming back to the MCU, but just to see another maybe female take up the Tony the Iron Man legacy, you know, would be really cool. But yeah, that's basically do you have anything else to say about Endgame?
1: Um I would just like to say that I um when um uh, Peter got to see Gamora again and thought that it was like his Gamora and he got all mushy, it made me really happy. But then she like kneed him in the ball so I was less happy. But then when Nebula was like it was either him or a tree. I thought that was really funny. <laughs>
0: it was the opposite I was just like oh yeah like that's Gamora and then like she kicks him in the pulse and I was like <laughs> this makes me happy <laughs> oh, and, bye. Then, and then Nebula was like this our tree and that made me even laugh
1: more also one other highlight for me in the film was I literally thought they were going to lose like I was like like before the Doctor Strange like portals opened and everyone came back I was like okay this is it I was, like, ready for the movie to end. I was, like, Captain America, he's done, though. Everybody's done, though. Captain America's shield is, like, in half. Yeah. And I was, like, this is it, man. This is it. But then the portal's open, and I was, like, weeping the second time I saw it. And when Captain
0: America is, like,
1: Avengers, assemble.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that was so good. I would have to say, like, seeing it the second time, knowing the ending, like, what you know, what happens to Tony and what happens to Captain America, seeing, like, the nuances of like just made me cry even more like especially seeing like tony with morgan maybe cry seeing tony talk to his dad made me cry um when um
1: oh when um peter is like saying goodbye to tony he's like mr stark mr stark we won mr stark it's okay i was like i was sobbing
0: Yeah, and hearing pepper come in and saying like You can rest now because in the beginning, like I remember in the beginning when he cracked the time travel thing and he was just like, I could put this all to rest. And Pepper was like, but you're not going to do that. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't rest. So when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, what are you (laughs) Right. Yeah, but it was just like the callbacks and everything. Like, it really is worth seeing a second time, I think. Um, I agree. Everyone see it
1: five times
0: anyways um yeah that's all we have for you in this super long welcome back episode of feature at the podcast um thank you for uh listening along you can subscribe to our podcast if that fills your fancy you can leave us a review tell us what we're doing right (laughs) i'm just kidding and what
1: we're doing wrong
0: <laughs> and you can also email us at feature at the pod if you at gmail.com if you have any like comments or questions or topics that you want us to talk about next. And uh, where can people find you, Kaylee, if you want people to find you?
1: Oh, they can find me on Twitter at Kaylee Chapman. That's K A L E E C H A P M A N. That's it
0: And then you can find me on Twitter at Savannah, S A V A N N N A H. And then J, J-A-I. Um, yeah. yeah, that's where I communicate the most. So, yeah. And, uh, wow. Thank you for listening along. We'll see you in another maybe two weeks. Hopefully. If we keep this schedule going, it'll be two weeks. Um, but thank you for listening, guys. Um, see you later.
1: Thank you, everyone. I love you, 3,000. Gosh. <laughs> That was
0: cruel.